Hey everybody, thanks for checking out Planning Tips on the EMG Podcast. It's engagement season. What other couples just like you are looking for and steps they're taking to complete their planning. You're listening to the EMG Podcast with your hosts, Maddie G and Tom Gambuza. All right, all right, all right. What's up, Tommy? Happy New Year. What's up, Maddie? Happy New Year. You first know, one. You know what? It's it's the first one. It's the new year. Um, it's the busiest time of year for, for the beginning of our couple's travels and, and things like that. You know, you, you've got the ring. Now what? We have some stats we want to share with you. Uh, courtesy of Wedding Pro, it's the educational segment of the Knot and Wedding Wire. It's some things we think you might find helpful, you know, considering that is the season and you're just starting your journey right um you know we did uh we did a lot of planning tips in, in terms of like time frame uh last year um we thought it'd be cool to kick things off with in like fun fact fashion right maddie like we thought you know just like hey let's let's share some stats this was like a year-end thing that we got from um wedding pro and there were some interesting things in here that we're gonna i guess banter on and and you know some surprising statistics but also yeah. we feel like just because like we said it is you are just starting out on your journey, you might not necessarily know exactly where to begin. So uh, knowing where other couples' heads are at and what they're doing uh, might help you. So Yeah, this, this definitely reinforces some of the things that we've talked about before. Also, there, there's a couple of numbers that surprised me a little bit. There's a couple sure. of things I, I wasn't, uh, you know, we, we had our, our metrics on, we had our data, but, you know, having, having an outside view where, where they got a larger sample size, it's nice to know that a lot of the things that we said were reinforced, but some of them were, yeah. you know, tweaked a little bit here and there. Yeah, so let's get to it. Um, we'll start with just the fun fact number one. The reason why we're calling it engagement season, uh, 40% of engagements take place between Thanksgiving and Valentine's Day. So uh, it's obviously an exciting time. We are in that uh, stretch. Yeah, we're dead in the middle uh, right we're, now. We're right in the middle of it. And uh, if you find yourself... Uh, having gotten engaged over the holidays, hopefully you enjoyed with the family and the friends and people were able to celebrate some awesome things with you. What I found pretty interesting, Maddie, so uh, I'll just run through the list real quick here of most popular engagement dates yeah. uh, out there. So in in most popular to going down. Oh, you're going to go down. Time. You're going to start with the hammer, huh? Oh, uh, you know what? Yeah, I should go the other reverse way. Right. Yeah, buddy. reverse yeah. order. Okay. Uh, Independence Day is number one. <laughs> That's an odd Or I should say number 10. Yeah, you know, not only does it not fall into the time <laughs> frame that we're just discussing now, but I, hey, you know what? It's patriotic. I love it. Sure. Go America. Uh, then the second Sunday before Christmas, I, I don't know what the uh, significance of that the is. Families get together. They travel. They come maybe. in. They, they spend the time with each other, you know? Or maybe it's before you make the travel. You can show up engaged. Maybe. And then it's the Saturday before Christmas, mm -hmm. the second Saturday before Christmas, then New Year's Eve. I knew that was going to be a big one. Valentine's Day, of course. That's a big one, yeah. Coming in at five. The Sunday before Christmas Eve, number four. New Year's Day, kicking off the year in some style. That's and some, style with right some new there, bling yeah. right there. That, and then the runner-up is Christmas Eve itself. And as you could probably guess it from the nine others on here, the number one was Christmas Day. So, um, I, I don't know. Not, nothing, nothing too surprising on there. I... I do uh, you know nine out of the ten most popular dates occur in this time frame? So, yeah, yeah. Uh, the reason why we do, in fact, call it engagement season. So, 
uh, that's that. We just figured that was fun fact number one. Maddie, hit him with fun fact number two. Yeah, fun fact number two is an interesting one because it kind of it kind of is a bridge to fun fact one and fun fact three. Kind of, yeah. Um, it's the average engagement length. You know, again, this is just an average. By by no means do you have to do this. By no means is it the 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 right way to go. But it turns out. Uh, Tom, you and I had discussed in a previous episode that we found that our average uh, engagement length with the couples that we spoke with was right at that year mark. Yeah, 12 months. Uh, it turns out that with a, a larger sample size, they're at 14 months for their average. So we were we were right in there with with our findings. But you know, your average engagement is going to be at that year, year plus mark. So if you're going to plan on having a specific time of year, for your wedding and you want that extra time to make your plans keep in mind you know count backwards on the calendar from when you think you're going to want to get married yeah and i i like it you know it's not it's not overly surprising to me and and for the fact that um you know you can get that that, that some ec- extra time in your mm-hmm. planning you know it, it obviously is dictated based on the the date that you choose um however i i know a lot of couples that get engaged they want that extra time because it it, it the, the there's there's a lot of details that you need to put together and uh, i know that the once that year mark does hit it's kind of like that threshold uh yeah time, right, right? Set, it's like go. okay whoop we're at a year and we gotta we gotta hit the hammer yeah having that extra time in, enjoy being engaged for a little bit you know there's, there's nothing wrong with that just being in that stage a the lot only of- thing i will say against well not against this point but just to i guess uh give you a, a an alternate um if you do fall within this if you get engaged and you plan something more quickly that doesn't mean you can't pull it off so oh not at all keep that in mind don't freak out yeah, absolutely. It's it, This is just an average, too. you got to figure there's always those outliers on both sides. And I've definitely known people that have been engaged for a couple of years and still were really under the gun at crunch time to get everything done. And I know people that have had two- and three-month engagements before going off and having a full-fledged Northeastern-style wedding at a venue with 150 guests and a lot of moving parts, and they pulled it off in, in 8 to 12 weeks. Yeah. Here's an interesting point, on, just on this real quick. Uh, one of the... Um, findings was that those who get engaged in the spring are likely to have a longer than average engagement, about 18 months. Yeah, because uh, of that, the, the rest over until the next. Right, exactly. Yeah, I just I thought that was pretty interesting. That is a pretty interesting fact. You know, a lot of times, and, and, and we're going to touch on this right now in, in part three. You know, Tom, why don't you hit him with fun fact three and then we'll make yeah, that Yeah, it kind of actually segues nicely into the 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 piece of info that I just dropped on you right there. Uh, fall is still the most popular time to get married. Uh, 36% of uh, couples that were uh, sampled in this want fall dates. Summer coming in second at 30%. And then uh, spring is, an, uh, I forget what spring was, spring 25 and then winter nine. Hence why we talked about uh, I don't know if those num- do those numbers add up. I don't think so, but that's that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. There's there's always there's always those outliers that that want to <laughs> get married in December, Yeah. <laughs> so here's the thing, but Maddie, we we talked about this. Um, you know, if you are 
obviously engaged and you're planning and you're looking for some either DIY stuff or you're looking for some deals, uh, that kind of feeds exactly right into what, what we've talked about before, right? And um, winter is obviously, you know, considered quote unquote off season. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've talked about those hot dates, you know, for pricing and pricing yeah. and availability. Yep. Pricing and availability. If so, if you are considering the fall and or summer, uh, they're going to be the hottest dates. You want to, you know, lock those down a little bit more quickly. Yeah. Maybe, maybe push the wedding off until the next season. And then like you were saying with those DIYs, use the season that happens prior to your wedding to, to snap up those things, to get some ideas. Uh, a lot of people are doing, you know, the Pinterest boards and the inspiration boards and things like that. Uh, take a look around. There's nothing wrong with having that wedding be that 14 to 18 month um, time frame, especially if you don't know exactly what you want. There's nothing wrong with, you know, hey, we really enjoy fall, but we don't know what we want to do. Well, wait until that next upcoming fall happens. Take a look at some ideas and cherry pick as you go. Speaking of that, you, you actually just hit on something nicely, the, the Pinterest boards, because mm-hmm. I know a lot of, you know, especially brides-to-be, they, they like that uh, that platform for their planning, Absolutely. right? So they, have, they get a lot of inspiration. So that uh, that becomes part of fun fact number four, Maddie. So why don't you read that off, and yeah. then I have some things I want uh, to... Fun fact number four, it, it's it's the things that couples do prior to the engagement, you know? there's a There's a list here, so... I'm just going to read down the list so that you guys have some insight as to to what other couples are doing when it comes to help planning, okay? So, uh, they either have created some type of inspiration or Pinterest boards with Mm -hmm. wedding ideas, right? You've looked at wedding dresses, attire online, all right? I do that all the time. Yeah, me too. I I am guilty. Research wedding costs, Mm -hmm. smart. Uh, Very Research venues to get married. I think this is that's probably the number one I would have expected on there. You know, there's we have a surprising fact coming up in a little bit. I would have felt the same way. I would have felt that that venue is right up at the top of the list. Yeah, because you want to know what style you have. Mm-hmm. You want to know what um, what's kind of in play for you when, yeah, when it happens. It's right? hard to build a, a, a rustic wedding into a modern building or vice versa. Exactly. You, uh, the next one is began creating a guest list mm-hmm. or like a sample guest list. The earlier you can get that down on paper and oh, have an man. idea of your, cause that's going to help you also with your venue. That's going to help you with everything. Cause if, if you start off and the next thing you know, you've got 400 people on your guest list going to one of those smaller venues just isn't going to cut it. You can, cut it. you can knock half of the things off your list right there. This, this last one is surprising to me. Uh, checked availability, cost of wedding venues. Uh, I could see the, the cost side of things, but checked availability prior to being engaged. That's a... Uh... Unless, unless you've got a very specific date. I think that's an odd one too. But if you've got a very specific date, you know, your fiance always wanted to, to get married on, on the anniversary of their grandparents' wedding or something like that. Mm-hmm. Unless you've got that specific time frame. I, I mean very specific, be it a couple of specific dates or maybe one specific month, that's kind of a waste of time because you just don't know yet. Yeah. I I actually just, another thing just popped into my head, maybe military too. Oh, very much. Yes. Yeah. So that's, but I, I take my previous statement back. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to double down on mine. I'm not taking anything back. Because you were right. I'm you leaving right. it in there. You were right. Um, All so, right. We're getting to the hammer here. Yeah. Okay. Mo- moving, moving right along, Tom. So the last one here, we wanted to, the last fun fact 
was uh, we want to share with you the top vendors hired. Okay, so something, something near and dear to my heart. I don't. Yeah, I don't and know we about had you. we had talked about this, and mm-hmm. uh, we've I actually know, mentioned this in a couple other podcasts as well. Yeah, and I know Maddie and I will probably have something to say about this, being, mm-hmm. being the uh, percentages mm-hmm. we see here. So, uh, okay, you want to read them off in? Uh, yeah, um, I. I, I Think that we should start at the top of this list. Yeah, just start at the top. Down. What was the number one vendor hired? With with, with a resounding ninety percent, uh, people felt that it was most important to do photography first. Yeah, uh, I can kind of understand that because you're going to have engagement photos, you're going to have engagement sessions, right. yep. things like that. So it could be skewed for just this specific situation. But yeah, the the photography came first by by a large margin over what I would have placed in first. Um, Number two was the venue. Yeah, that would have been my number one. Yeah, that that was that was close. Um, the the venue the venue is definitely super important. You know, you you can't really hire a, a photographer or a, a makeup artist or, or a florist until you know when you are going to get married. So. Uh, the the fact that you know the the photographers kind of put on retainer before they before find the even venue. the date. I mean that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. The, the third one coming in was hair and makeup. I can absolutely see that if you have somebody you're comfortable with or you have to audition a, you know a stylist for the day. Uh, if there's somebody specific you want to go with, it's you know I know it sounds you know preschool and playground, but it's first come first serve. Yeah, I I don't I don't blame that one either. I know you and I are both. Uh, maniacal about who cuts our hair too, you know, like it's a, it's <laughs> like it's an I, absolute. It's something you can't risk, especially for the most. Uh, I, I, most I definitely plan mine. Uh, I, I wanted to make sure that I had the super fresh look, but I had one day to grow in, so it didn't look. I like, did that too, like down to the hour. I knew yep, when I was getting. I my did hair that cut. too. Maddie has a standing appointment with this guy, by the way. Ten forty-five every Friday. Morning. Every Friday. Uh, coming in next was the wedding dress. I'm yep. actually surprised that that came as far down as it did. I know, yep. I know that's a big ticket item for brides. It's something that's fun. It's also something tangible. You, you get to go and shop and pick and hang out with friends and family. It's, it's an adventure. It's not just, you know, going out and picking out a dress for say a standard cocktail party. This is a big deal. Yep. Uh, coming in after that with, with 74%, very, very high percentage was your florist, um, centerpieces. I, I I don't know. I can't. I wasn't that interested in flowers, but obviously, you know, I, I can I can see it. I, I knew exactly where I was going with my florist. I knew who I was using. I knew what we wanted. I knew everything else. But yeah, at the same point, it, I didn't see it coming up because actually coming in after that, they have it listed here as DJ, but I'm going to say entertainment as whole. Yeah, I was going to say music. Yeah. It's 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 you know, the, the bumper on the list, it's the very bottom. I, if you've got a specific entertainment company or, or even worse, if you have a specific entertainer in mind, that's something you're going to want to lock up as soon as you have your date. Uh, again, not, not to sound, you know, like a school kid, but it's first come first serve. If, if yeah. you're looking for a specific event host or a specific band, if they're already booked, then you don't get them. And it's a lot easier to shop for a florist than it is to get a specific entertainer or a specific venue on a day. Yeah, my my rebuttal to this would be, um, if you are, or at least my suggestion, I should say, uh, I would personally place venue at the top. And then depending on your priority, teeter between photo and entertainment. I Usually those are the top three that I see coming through um, because it, you know, you're going to prioritize things differently, but however, the venue, yeah, obviously you can't get those venues without a date. That's going to be the most important. So um, that brings us to the end of our fun fact episode. We yeah, hope we'll, that we'll have was, some more uh, in the new year. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll re uh, 
we'll re-up that and uh, continue our conversation on it. But I do want to make a quick note. Having said that, some, what some of these couples are doing, Pinterest being a, a major factor, EMG does have a Pinterest page. So you're more than welcome to visit. Uh, we have um, a, a lot of inspiration up there, things mm-hmm. you could check out entertainment-wise. Uh, all of the individual entertainers have their own pages, uh, videos up there, recaps, a, a whole bunch of wedding insights and planning tips for you. So uh, we hope to join you that you join us on next week on Planning Tips, and we'll, uh, we'll see you then. Take care. You can find us at elegantmusicgroup.com or on Instagram at Elegant Music Group.